It's Kyle coming at you on the way to another shoot. I'm telling you, they, you don't have any forever, and then all of a sudden they're out of the woodwork, um, which is great. Great for me. Um, I, I definitely enjoy sorry, uh, acquiring new footage and creating new things. I mean, it's kind of what I'm all about. So the fact that I get paid for a living to do this. I do this for a living. That's just icing on the cake. Um, it, it's, uh, you know, I would, I would say I really owe a lot to my wife for pushing me to get involved in what it is that I love to do for a living. Um, we're definitely afforded that opportunity because she, does well and makes good money um but she has helped me out by really pushing me to stick with working in this you know in video production industry um and there's not a lot of jobs in the midwest in the kansas city area uh, that have to do with video production unless you work for a video production company or you work for a local news station or something like that you know or an ad company you know, there's not a lot else out there, and a lot of those jobs are hard to get into because once people get in, boy, they don't let go. Um, and speaking of, I know that's how I feel about where I'm at. So, <laughs> you know, uh, very fortunate to have gotten involved in this. I'm very fortunate to have moved. Uh, once the last company I worked for was bought out, to have moved from that organization to the organization I'm with now and have been for about five and a half years. It's just really worked out perfectly. They, they needed me. I needed them. And uh, we've grown from not even having a camera, not even having a Mac in the whole company, to the department I'm in has four Macs now. And, you know, now we have two video cameras. We just got a new 4K camera. So, and a green screen room studio so pretty amazing what's happened in just five and a half years of course this company is growing very well also so there's that um, but anyway i'm on a way to shoot uh, some safety type stuff that they'll be doing um, showing proper methods to um, secure things and it's very interesting uh, not to everybody but definitely been thinking about how i want to capture it and how i want to make it look in the long run it's a little tricky because it's pitch black out right now and by the time i'm done shooting it will be daylight so you really got to watch how you um, capture that it can definitely affect things in post-production so be messing with that and dealing with that a little bit this morning as well um so what is bugging me well first off this is the 80th episode everybody that's not what's bugging me but this is the 80th regular episode of this podcast that's pretty crazy um you know we've had definitely some episodes with other people and, and different people 
coming in and, and being on as guests and uh, Mikey and I started the whole thing with the first two episodes by us and then we had that third episode with PP coming in um, and other than that I would say what probably 72 of these 80 episodes are me um, yeah <laughs> so I appreciate you guys listening I, I'm I'm happy that you don't mind listening to my voice a little bit each week. That makes me feel good. All right, what's bugging me? You know, there's so many things that can uh, get to people. There's so many things people have going on in their lives. And and, uh, my wife actually taught me that lesson as well, you know. So be cognizant of other people and, and, and be understanding because, you know, you have no idea what they're going through in their own life or internally even um, as you pass them in the hall at work or you, you pass them in a car, you know, or you in an aisle at a store, you know, in a restaurant, going in and out of the restroom, whatever. It doesn't matter. As you pass other people, a lot of times you have no idea what they have going on, what they've been through and all those things. And boy, I'll tell you, she couldn't be, more correct. If you uh, are a friend on Facebook with me personally, uh, then you probably already know what I'm kind of getting at. Um, The 80th episode is kind of uh, an important number, the 80, um, for a lot of reasons, but long story short, a while ago, when I was a little kid, I was ju- I just turned 11 years old. Something really pretty horrible happened to myself, uh, to my father, to my mother, to my family. Uh, I'm I'm an only child. I had a little brother. Uh, my son is actually named after. His name was Christopher, but. So he passed away from SIDS or crib death pretty early on. He's just maybe three years older than me. And my mother and father and I kept moving on. Uh, they didn't have any more children, but, you know, we got a house. Uh, you know, we're living our lives. My dad would occasionally have some issues with drinking. Um. You know, maybe go on a little bender, but then would come out of it. Not not even a long bender, maybe a day, a night, and come out of it. And it seemed like it wasn't as big of a problem, okay? My mom worked in a laboratory, and back then, we're talking about late 70s, early 80s, she worked in a laboratory, and they didn't really watch or care if you wore gloves while you handled things like blood. Uh, Well, I come from a long line of people who, in the winter, our skin gets dry. Now, everybody's skin gets a little drier in the winter, but our skin gets dry. I mean, we, my kids have it too. You you can get a little bit of cracks around your fingers, on your stuff like that. You have to look use lotion, you have to really make sure that you're moisturizing your skin because your skin gets dry. Well, 
Her skin was dry, of course, handling blood that was uh, from someone who's a carrier of, or I don't know if they're a carrier, but someone who had salmonella. Yep. A little different from the, the eating bad chicken and getting sick and food poisoning for about, what, 24-hour period and then being over it. When you're a carrier of salmonella, it lowers your immune system and you can get sick almost, you know, you can catch a cold and get sick. Really bad sick. Hospital sick. So, long story short, she was in the hospital with that. And my father went on a real bender. It was just he, he and I at the house, and he just couldn't handle the fact that my mom wasn't there, and uh, it got it got pretty ugly pretty quick, you know, to the point where I remember being taken by him to school late several times. I remember after a few times of getting in late. Me saying something like, well, you know, they're going to ask me, why are we late? Why am I late again? And he gave me some story, which I mixed up and said things a little bit wrong. And they were very suspicious of it and, you know, contacted him. and It was weird. Um, at some point, however, it was such a weird place to be with just him in that house and, and his incessant drinking. Uh, that I, I ran off. Now, uh, I didn't run very far. My grandparents just lived a few few blocks away, maybe. Um, and so I took off and, and hid in their in, back in the doghouse in the back of their yard. And uh, yeah. So anyway. Uh, you know, they found me, or I, I came, finally came up and said I was hungry. They were looking for me. And uh, so, at that point, I stayed with them. You know, it was decided my father couldn't take care of me. So, my grandma and grandpa and my uncle lived there at the time. We, we would all live there. You know, my father, just give him a little space and a little room, try and get his shit together, you know. And... <clears throat> My mom was still in the hospital, and so, uh, long story short, I don't want to get too deep into it, because it was pretty emotional, but my father died. Uh, he, he was only 35 years old, and he was drinking about a fifth of Canadian mist a day at that point, and uh, I, I definitely remember a few things. I remember being in his car with him, and he would pull up this grocery store that was up the street from us, and there was a liquor store on the end of it. You couldn't get to the liquor store from inside the grocery back then. This is Kansas, man, a little different there. So it had to be its own separate storefront, and he would pull up, and there was kind of a little alley going around the right side of it, of it. and he would pull up in that alley and <clears throat> leave the car running or whatever, and run in and, and get his bottle and, and come back out and we'd go back home. And I remember doing that after going to see my mom in the hospital. I remember doing it a few different times with him. You know, which now, oh my gosh, yeah. It's 
we all know that's not a good idea. Even though I was 10, maybe, maybe a little younger. No, about that age. So, um, anyway, I, I remember that. I remember, uh, I remember going with my grandpa and my uncle to go s- visit my mom in the hospital after I was living over there. And I remember her begging my grandpa to go by and make sure my dad was okay. Because he'd come up earlier that day and he looked horrible. And by, at this point he had lost his job and it was just bad. It was bad news. And so we went and to go see him, check on him, you know. My grandpa made me wait out in the front room with my uncle. My grandpa went back in the TV room area and I could hear them talking. My dad asked to talk to me. I went in there and talked to him, and I don't really remember seeing him. I, that's what's weird. I, I remember sitting there with him, but I don't remember what he looked like. Or That's, that's really strange, because I remember a lot of this so vividly. Um, I'm sure he looked horrible, you know, uh, because we now know that he had already had one stroke that day. And that's, that's what had happened to him. Uh, before he went and visited my mom, and that's why she was so alarmed uh, by his appearance and how he was behaving. Um, but basically, I sat there with him, and long story short, he told me goodbye. He knew he was going to die. He was throwing in the towel, and and that was going to be that. Uh, I didn't truly understand the impact of it at that point. I, I will tell you this, my father and I were pretty close when I was that age. Uh, I was his buddy. I remember I remember when things were a little better and he had a little bit better job and stuff and uh, we lived in Kansas City. I remember he he took me and we he and I went and when he was when he was working at this it was a music store. It's called Team Electronics. It's like a mix between like Best Buy and, you know, Music Land, about that size, like size of a mall store that sells music, Music Land, Sam Goody, whatever. But they also sold stereo equipment. And uh, I remember going going with him. He had to work. My mom dropped me off, and I'd go. Have, he'd take me to lunch. We'd go to Smack's Hamburgers. <laughs> I bet you guys, not many people will remember that. And I remember him taking me. We went to the the athletic store in the mall and he and I got the same pair of Nike tennis shoes. There are white high tops with a black stripe. And I remember going back through the, walking back through that mall with him, with those tennis shoes on, just thinking I was Barney badass. You know, I remember that. I remember moving into the house with them. We all moved into the house. I remember that there's things that I remember. It's kind of scattered memories. But I, I didn't really get the impact. that I didn't understand what he was saying. You know, I just figured I'd see him later. So the next day I'm in school, I'm in music class, and you know how they'd have those on the classroom doors? They have those. They, they still do, I think. <clears throat> we call them, they're called light panel, but it's a, it's a window, you know, a skinny window above the door knob, door handle. And I was sitting uh, in music class, class, sorry, playing a recorder, and I could see my uncle walking down the hallway towards a music class uh, with my teacher at the time. I was like, oh, that's weird. 
Um, anyway, they came and got me out of class. Long story short again, we get back to my grandparents, and my grandma tells me that my dad died. So, we all... I, I was pretty upset, but I went and cried pretty hard about it. You know, I was freaked out. Because uh, I, I just thought I'd see him again later on. I didn't think he was going to die. I, I thought my mom had died. I thought that's what they were coming to tell me. I mean, she was in the hospital. But uh, my grandpa came and got me after a little while. And he said, hey, now we got to go tell your mom. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, pretty heavy. I had just turned 11. Um, there's a picture of me. And I'm at the hospital where my mom was. And I'm holding a basketball. And my dad had bought me that basketball for my birthday. And in that picture, man, you can tell just how sad of a little boy I am. I mean, I was pretty miserable by that point, you know, pretty fed up with my dad's drinking and how he was behaving, bummed out because my mom wasn't home, she was sick, um, but yeah, you can see it in my eyes, you can see it in my face that I'm just kind of a miserable little kid, I was going through a lot, you know, so we went and told my mom, and I, here's Something I didn't mention, because I, I talked about this a little bit on Facebook. And everybody, you were very, very nice. Your comments were beautiful and very supportive, and I, I really appreciate that. You know, I really, really do. But one thing I didn't say in that deal was I remember this. I remember when we walked in the hospital door, my mom just immediately started bawling. She knew exactly what was going on. Um. And we all were standing there, and she just started crying. She knew Dad had died. And uh, we I remember there was a doctor there. And he he was like, hey, Kyle, come with me, would you? And so he, he knew my mom because she worked in that hospital. And we went, and he took me, and we had a little conversation. He just kind of wanted to see how I was doing, how I was handling all this. And, uh, you know, I, I remember talking to him and just being like, well, I guess we'll live with my grandma and grandpa now, but that's okay. They got a lot, a lot of room. It's just probably my uncle will live there too. And we'll probably have to sell the house and blah, 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 you know? And, and I, I think I remember him asking me, no, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm fine. I mean, I'm really sad. And i that's exactly how I was. Because I hadn't really put it all together yet, you know? I mean, it, it was such a, a huge, impactful thing. I, and now I look back at it now, many, many years later, and I'm like, God dang, man. That's fucking crazy. There's so many crazy things about that. I mean, my grandpa didn't really know any better, but why was it that we had to go tell my mom? Isn't that kind of odd that an 11-year-old boy would have to go and see his mom break down and be destroyed because the love of her life died? But maybe my grandpa kind of needed me there. 
maybe he wanted my mom to see me to understand that there's still, you know, positive things in her world. I don't know. It was, it was interesting. And, and this conversation with this doctor was interesting too. And the way I was reacting, you know, uh, long story short, tomorrow, December 8th is 40 years ago. This happened. And I remember all these things very, very clearly. Um, yeah, this happened 40 years ago, guys. And I'm still, I'm still managing it. I'm still dealing with it. I mean, that's how impactful it was on me. My mom and I were never really close until this all happened. And then, uh, we had to get close pretty fast, you know? Um, and so we did, but yeah, it, 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 it's just interesting to me that here I am four decades later and this is still, you know, in my mind and still present as though it happened just a couple years ago. I've had, I've been having all kinds of dreams. I've been dealing with this for months leading up to tomorrow, by the way. Uh, I've talked to my doctor about it. We've doubled my dosage of depression meds. Uh, I got my bottle of Xanax at the ready. Uh, but I'm not looking forward to it at all. There's a lot of things that I've questioned myself on, you know, if I wouldn't have run away, could I have been there and called the, called the police or called the ambulance or something for him? But I probably would have been asleep, man. It was probably in the middle of the night. Um, but yeah, there's all those feelings. There, there's a lot of, there's a lot of strange feelings in there and there's a lot going on with this that uh, I've I've gotten over a, a lot of it and I wouldn't say gotten over but I've I've gotten through a lot of this and dealt with a lot of this and uh, the reason I'm talking to you guys is because hey I'm trying I'm tired of pretending that <laughs> there's nothing wrong you know uh, there's something wrong there's something wrong with what happened and you know one thing that I really strive to do in my life is to be a good dad I I push really hard. I'm not the best. Uh, I definitely get frustrated. I, I love my kids, but I definitely can get frustrated with uh, what we're moving into, which is teenage life. But um, I really only want the best for them. And I, I want them to, everybody wants their kids to not make the same mistakes they did. I mean, that's kind of an old trope. But I just want them to be as strong as they can be. And I want them to be able to uh, overcome adversity. I want them to be able to do what they want and make a living doing it. I want them to be happy people. And uh, I hope, you know, because I do have clinical depression. I hope this clinical depression doesn't. I know it can be hereditary. I can tell you for sure my dad suffered from it, if not other things. Um, but I hope they don't suffer from this. 
But if they do, I want them to be able to manage it. I want them to be able to face it and to make decisions that are going to help them be good people and manage things like this. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it, guys. That's what's bugging me. I know it's a pretty big one. <laughs> uh, and I know it's probably weird listening to me laugh about it and stuff, but I've relived it so many times in my head. And I've been dealing with this for a long time. I can tell you the things that have helped me the most are talking about it with a therapist and talking about it in general to people and, and letting them know that you know, this is why, even though I'm a father, I'm not crazy about Father's Day. Um, and I know that's a made up holiday, but, and it's also why I'm not super crazy about the beginning of December every year, <laughs> December 8th in particular. It was actually the same exact day John Lennon was shot and killed. I remember that because we came back from the hospital. My mom uh, was actually, <laughs> we were at my grandparents' house. She was walking around with one of those big metal IV cards. I remember that. And she had that thing for a while. because She was still had to have an IV. And uh, we were watching the news and it came on that John Lennon was shot. And my mom started bawling, of course. I mean, everybody was sad about that, but that was her beetle, man. I mean, she loved John Lennon, which, hey, I get that, man. John Lennon was a genius, you know. But, uh, yeah, so that's what's bugging me, guys. Uh, how can I move right out of that into going to shoot this video? It's pretty easy. This is my job. It's how I make money, so uh, got to do what I got to do. So, But that's it. I'm going to come back. It'll be a lot better thing. I'll be driving home from this deal from the shoot I'll be in better spirits not that I'm in really horrible spirits man I'm, this is just normal um, and we'll talk about some things that I'm into so hang in there I'll catch up with you uh, after the break hey Kyle all right everybody and we're back uh, let's talk about some things that I'm into right now uh, well couple couple things first here I don't know if you've watched the series the Mandalorian um, but if I were you, I would, if you like Star Wars at all. Uh, it is absolutely amazing. And the all the episodes this season have just been non-stop, just amazingness. And it, it's, gosh, man, I, I hope everything Star Wars is as good as this from here on out. Uh, I know a lot of people have a lot of problems with that last trilogy. I don't. Um, I, I mean, you know, there's a few issues here and there, but I, I liked it. Um, and I liked the solo movie and I liked Rogue One also. thought it was a great, those were great movies. You know, are they perfect? No. Is any Star Wars movie perfect? No. That's kind of the magic of them, you know. Um, but I mean, Empire Strikes Back gives that statement a run for its money. Uh, but... But, you know, it is what it is. And more Star Wars is good Star Wars to me. But Mandalorian is amazing. And uh, long story short, they're going to a planet called Tython. And I'd heard about this place before. Uh, but this is where the Jedi originated. So uh, I found a series of comics from quite a while ago. Maybe like 15 or more years ago. Um, that cover 
the origin of that plan, the origin of the Jedi. It's called Dawn of the Jedi. And there's six issues. The first, the first one is zero, but one through five are a storyline. But zero is kind of like almost like a glossary or encyclopedia of uh, Tython and the people who live there and the Je- the beginning of the Jedi and some of the important figures. It's pretty amazing, man. Uh, this whole mythology that was created that that goes along with the storyline of Star Wars. I don't know. You just have to see it. But it's really cool. Um, I definitely enjoyed reading those books uh, before watching the, the latest episode. And it, it paid off a little bit. Uh, definitely. I, <laughs> Mandalorian Season 2 is one of the best Star Wars. It might be the best Star Wars thing ever created. I'll just say it right now. Right there with Empire Strikes Back, of course. All right, so there's that. I read those. Uh, I am reading a, a graphic novel I've had forever from, Par- I think it's Paradox Press. Um, but it's a crime mystery called Green Candles. And I, I love it, man. It's definitely, you know, a little bit older style of comic. But uh, I've had it forever, and I just never read it. You know, I picked it up, like, cheap somewhere and just never read it. But it, it's really good. It's a private eye, private detective noir type of thing. But it's cool, man. Check that out if you get a chance also. Uh, I need to read the second book of Something's Killing the Children. But that that's really good series. Uh, definitely enjoy that. New issue of Sweet Tooth comes out this week. Uh, new issue of That Texas Blood came out last week. I haven't read it yet. Those are, those are what I'm reading. I mean, that's kind of about it right now. Not reading any book books. Kind of need to. Just don't. I don't know. There's nothing I really... I don't know. I got some I need to finish before I move on to anything else book-wise, not comic book-wise. <laughs> Those don't seem to be a problem. But I need to read some book books, definitely. Again, um, what have I been listening to? I mean, a little bit of everything. You know, uh, yes, 90125. I picked that record up a while ago, used, older, older copy, of course. Um, man, that record is so good. Like, Every freaking song on that record is amazing. Um, so I've been listening to that a lot. And i also been listening to Led Zeppelin uh, 2, which I think it's 2. Maybe it's 3. I don't remember. But I've been listening to that one. It's the one that's got Stairway to Heaven on it. Um, great record, man. Every song on there, great. So I've been listening to those a little bit. My wife is just, she loves Christmas music, so she has had that on nonstop. Um, we have a few Christmas albums, um, you know, there's Sinatra one, some other, I think another big band one, and then, uh, you know, she loves Barbara Streisand, so I got that big Christmas album of hers, and the Dolly and Kenny Christmas album, um, and a couple other ones, I don't know. I don't have a lot of them, but yeah, enough, you know, like an orchestral one that's pretty good, but, uh, not, oh, Jimi Hendrix. I got that Jimi Hendrix Christmas one from Record Store Day. That one's fun, too. But, yeah, that, that's that's about it. I haven't really been listening to anything else too different out there. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Um, as far as music goes, though, I mean, nothing really new. Uh, just a lot of the same stuff. I, I haven't ventured out much in that department. Uh, as far as watching, what are we watching? Well, um, you know, of course, Mandalorian. Um, still watching Cobra Kai. 
getting finishing up that second season. Holy cow, man. That show is so good. And I know everybody said it was good and whatever, and I just didn't watch it. But, damn, that show is good. Absolutely amazing. And uh, I can't wait for season three. <laughs> I can't wait to see what happens in the next episode. It's amazing. Beyond a doubt. I, I don't know how... I, it's better than the original movies, you know? I don't know how they came up with this idea, but it is gold, man. It's amazing. Good stuff. If you've not watched that show, go now. Don't be a butthole like me and avoid watching it because everybody tells you to. Watch it. If you have any interest, it's great. Uh, and we love it. We absolutely love it. Um, but yeah, there's that. And... Not much else. I know we're going to watch Freaky. My daughter kind of likes those horror movies, but she kind of likes the the PG-13 teeny bopper ones, you know? Um, and Freaky is one of those. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's kind of a body swap uh, deal where the victim, the girl, the cheerleader girl or whatever, swaps bodies with the killer, who is played by Vince Vaughn. And it's pretty funny because... Basically, she's in Vince Vaughn's body, and the killer is in her body. And so, he's like a weird old guy, but he's he talks like her and acts like her. It's You just have to see the trailer for it, man. I'll put a link to it in the notes. But it, it's, it looks pretty funny. You know, it might be lame. I have no idea, man, to be honest with you. A lot, of, a lot of movies and stuff that are coming out aren't that great. You know, I am getting ready for Wonder Woman 84. It's going to be on uh, HBO Max. Looking forward to that. Um, we'll subscribe to that just for that when it comes out. But kind of looking forward to that one. And then they have all these other films that they're um, going to be watching. Or be, I mean, sorry. They're going to be showing on HBO Max. They cut a deal with Warner Brothers. All these movies that come out, that were supposed to come out in theaters, they're putting out on HBO Max. And they're putting it in theaters on limited release. But they're releasing on HBO Max at the same time, just like they're doing for Wonder Woman uh, on Christmas Day. So that's cool. You know, I know the movie theater companies are upset, and, and I get it, you know, but they can't, these companies invested all this money into these films, making these films. They can't hold on to them forever, you know. Uh, they got to make money too, and I understand. Movie theaters do too. I, I really don't know the answer. I think the answer is, is going to be the uh, vaccine that's coming, you know. Um, and while we're on that subject, you know, I talked to a few people and some people are like, are you going to get it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get it. I don't want to die from COVID. Um, I have a friend at work and her grandfather just passed away from complications due to COVID. Uh, he, he was healthy. He's older, but he was healthy and he got COVID and it attacked him and, and he passed away. Now, people might say, well, you know, he was older and he had complications. Yeah, we all kind of have complications, people. Um, that's the thing. But if it wasn't for COVID, not so many of us would be dying. That, that's the plain cold hard truth of it. And, uh, you know, I know President-elect Joe Biden is going to be calling for 100 days of wearing masks, um, which should have already been done. But... Uh, I'll continue to wear for another 100 days, just like he's asking. And I think once people start getting the vaccine, it starts going around. As long as it works and it doesn't hurt people, 
that gradually this will start to dissipate and, and dematerialize in our society and it will become nothing more than the flu, right? Um, but right now it's ever present and it's taking people out left and right and it's really sad. Um, so let's look forward to the new year and hopefully things are going to get a little bit better but wear a mask if you're going out people it's really simple wear a mask okay i mean we we had a double date with another couple coming up this weekend and and uh, we're really excited to go eat with them and, and go to this restaurant and everything but you know we called it off the, one of the most dangerous places to go right now is to go to a restaurant and eat inside it's dangerous you know and and don't I'm not talking about it's dangerous for me. It is dangerous for me. It's dangerous for others in case I carry it and I don't even know. And that, that's the point here. The point is to, and, and why we're failing so badly at this, is we are being asked to, to think about others. That's why the United States is failing at this. And I, that's sad and it's insulting, but it is what it is, man. Uh, no offense, but people in this country don't tend to give a shit about each other anymore. And if you don't believe me, you can go Christmas shopping at a store. See how you're treated. See how people act in the parking lot. People are fucking assholes. You know? It's them, them, them. What they want, where they're going. Who gives a shit about anybody else? You know? And here I am, still holding doors open for people. And, you know... I'm not saying I'm better and there are worse. That's not what I'm getting at at all. What I'm getting at is we have to try and be nice to each other. And I would think with what's going on, we would have a little more empathy for each other and a little more care for our fellow man and woman in our society. But not here. No, we don't give a fuck as long as we get what we want. And that, that's, that sucks. Just call it straight out. That sucks. So try and remember that and try and be a good person. Um, because just like I said earlier in the first part of this episode, you don't know what the other person that you're coming across or you're walking past might be going through. So consider that for a second and treat them with a little bit of respect and have some consideration for them. Uh, because life can be difficult sometimes. And uh, that, that's, you want to be treated well, Treat others how you want to be treated. It's that simple. You don't need to read the Bible to know that. that. That's long story short. Treat others how you want to be treated. It's that simple. If we did that, uh, we'd have a lot better country and a lot better world. Um, but we are fallible. I understand that. And in essence, we're animals. And I get that. But we have the ability to reason. Let's, let's put that to use. What do you say? All right. Uh, that's about it, man. I mean, not much else going on, guys. Just getting ready for Christmas. Um, got everything picked out for everybody. Uh, I may actually really be getting the Oculus Quest 2. I can't believe it, but I may be scoring one of those. And uh, if you think I'm not going to be knee-deep in that Star Wars Galaxy's Edge game, you're crazy. <laughs> I'm definitely looking forward to playing that. That's going to be fun. Uh, and there's a couple other games I'm interested in playing as well. But that the Star Wars games look pretty great. I don't know about Beat Saber. Maybe. 
maybe I'm not sure um, but and there's you know there's lots of stuff available on there and there's more coming so I'm looking forward to playing with that thing and definitely checking out some movies and, and videos and stuff YouTube in there and just seeing what that's like that looks interesting to me uh, I'll be going to the movies whether or not I can go to the movies you know what I'm saying <laughs> uh, anyway that's it guys not much else to report keep on keeping on be good be kind to your fellow person out there your fellow American or fellow wherever you live doesn't matter be kind to your fellow man and woman and and uh, try to be considerate of their feelings and what they're going through right now because you just never know I will catch you guys in a week or so uh, we did have to cancel the hot ones or hot wings sorry challenge um, simply because it didn't work out I was supposed to have it at my place and um, campouts and stuff got canceled of course uh, because of COVID and so we're not going to have it now uh, so we've pushed it off a little bit no big deal we'll get around to it it's going to happen it's just we're not going to have it on the 12th so hang in there we will have that again at some point I don't think we're going to do anything virtual. We may. That, that may be a way to do it, you know. If uh, Mikey and I could have the exact same sauces, do it virtually. That might be fun. So hang in there. We'll get back with you soon. And uh, I look forward to a good holiday season. I hope you guys do too. I hope you're having a decent time. And I hope you're staying healthy and wearing a mask. Peace out and get off my lawn.